Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. I'm Michelle Martin with you this Tuesday morning, already the 8th day of June. Asia Pacific shares are trading moderately higher this morning following a mixed performance on Wall Street. The Nikkei is up 0.3%. Sydney is up 0.2%. And Seoul is flat. The latest economic data shows that Japan's economy shrank nearly 4% in the first quarter of the year. While that's bad, it's an improvement over previous estimates. Investors, meanwhile, have a host of corporate news to sort through this morning. We're going to unwrap all the headlines. And with me now is Ryan Huang. How are you, Ryan? Good morning. Morning, Michelle. All right, let's start with tech. Semiconductors, metal components, investors have a lot of corporate headlines to sort through this morning, both here at home and abroad. So I want to start with Apple. Just a few hours ago, Apple wrapped up its first day of Worldwide Developers Conference. That continues through the end of the week. In their keynote address, uh, in the keynote addresses, Apple CEO Tim Cook and his colleagues focus on software updates. There were no new hardware announcements, but one of the items that did catch my attention is this. So Apple appears poised to compete more directly with Zoom. Yeah, Apple wants a bigger piece, a uh, bigger piece, new word, piece of this video conferencing market. So Ryan, how is it going for this? Yeah, a couple of big announcements on the technical side. So this is the annual conference for developers. So you don't get the sexy products per se, but it does give you a glimpse into what's to come in terms of technology applications. And what we have here is Apple trying to improve its experience or its user's experience on FaceTime. So that is what stands out for me. And this is, of course, in the backdrop of how a lot of people are Zooming more. So perhaps Apple is trying to get in on that market with FaceTime. And what's also worth noting is it will now be opening up that ecosystem. Typically, it's between iPhone users or iPad users. Mm -hmm. Now, Android users can get in on the game as well with a shareable link that can be opened um, by a browser. So pretty much anyone can now get in on FaceTime, talk to your iOS friends. And this is, I think, a an interesting pivot for Apple to be more inclusive in just getting more people interacting across different operating systems. Investors are so far taking the news in their stride. Shares of Zoom closed 2% higher overnight. Apple finished flat. Okay, Ryan, many analysts are focused on Apple's new iPhone privacy controls. These are seen as a direct challenge to social media platforms like Facebook. So what else caught your eye during this first day of Apple's Developers Forum? Okay, so it is trying to do more in the office space, or at least the home work from home space. And this comes through with its next big Mac OS release called Monterey. And this allows users to use their iPads next to their desktops as a second screen. So you can use the same mouse and the same keyboard to control what's on your iPad. So effectively catching up on what Windows users or some Android users can already do. So a bit of catch up there, but mm. when Apple does it, it catches more headlines for some reason. Also worth catching um, the um, attention is the Apple Wallet upgrade. So we all carry multiple cards around with us for taking the bus, taking the train, tapping to work. So now Apple is trying to make it easier. You can digitalize some of those cards on your Apple Wallet. For example, your corporate pass can now be on your 
called uh, iPhone. Wow. So just carry your iPhone around. And this for now is rolling out in the US. So SPH passes won't work for <laughs> that for now. <laughs> okay, so, I'll stop cutting off my pass then. <laughs> uh, but as long as your phone has batteries. So I wonder how that's going to play out when you are just stranded with no battery and then oh, I can't get anywhere now. Yeah, it could be a nightmare, that one. Also, Apple AirPods getting a new conversion boost. So this means the earbuds will be able to act like a hearing aid and actually amplify outside sounds. A lot of useful updates. Next, this morning, there are fresh signs that the semiconductor shortage that's been afflicting automakers and other industries is not going to ease up anytime soon. U.S. Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo is warning that the chip shortage will be a daily challenge for the next year or so. On top of that, a fresh COVID-19 outbreak at a factory in Taiwan is set to make things worse. What's the latest here? Yeah, so this has been talked about for quite some time. Of course, the whole semiconductor chip shortage issue has been developing over the past few months. So now the latest development in Taiwan is how COVID-19 in terms of outbreak is going to be causing some disruptions on the ground when it comes to workers actually being able to work. Uh, in Taiwan, they were actually facing more issues with water shortages at some point uh, because of the droughts there. And they were um, able to ride it out. But now they have another hiccup in the form of how some of those uh, factories are now being affected. So one of them is Qingyan Electronics. It had to shut down some of its main plants over the weekend after reporting 182 confirmed cases, many of them foreign workers, many of them factory floor staff. So this is a big concern because we hear about the ripple effects of how these semiconductor chips are needed in cars, needed in devices. So a lot of potential knock-on effects here. One casualty of the chip shortage appears to be Tesla's Model S Plaid Plus. This was the most expensive model of the electric car maker's flagship sedan. But Tesla has now cancelled the car. So Ryan, where some see challenges, others see opportunities. What are some of the companies that actually stand to benefit from the chip shortage? Okay, so the usual suspects, I would imagine, are going to be the winners out of these um, shortages. So, of course, it's a bit of a demand and supply issue here. So, Applied Materials is a supplier. So, it's likely to benefit from shortages because they can um, benefit from higher prices. So, this actually has seen its stock price as one of the best performers this year to date. It's so far up 62% in the past six months. Another one that's in the headlines quite a bit is Micron Technology. Um, this, though, among the lot, the basket of chip industry players, they are just up 11%. So not too shabby, but it is lagging behind the rest of them. So a couple of names there to watch in the next few months. At the top of the show, I promise headlines about tech, semiconductors and metal components. So we've actually covered the first two. For the third, I'm going to bring the conversation back home here to Singapore and to one of the hottest performing companies on the market yesterday. It's a catalyst-listed company called Metal Component Engineering. It manufactures tools, fixtures and provides metal stamping. And its share price more than doubled amid heavy trade yesterday. Do we know what's triggered the surge? Okay, so what we know so far is, um, let's start with yesterday. Around noon, it had an asterisk filing, say it's considering an acquisition. 
uh, and that could go through or not. And then this morning, we had the fouling updated with some news that it is actually going to acquire a company. And this company is called Gain Health. And this is part of its wider plans to diversify into healthcare and e-commerce business. So Mm -hmm. it's going to be paying the owners of Gain Health $4.2 million plus a performance bonus of up to $5.1 million. So that is um, the latest we have on Metal Component Engineering, which is listed on the Catalyst board. Nice bonus. Uh, how are you doing these days, Ryan? Are you feeling anxious at all with, you know, the restrictions? How are you feeling at work, Ryan? I feel all right. Business as usual. This BAU, all right. But if you out there are listening and you're feeling quite anxious at work, you're not alone. A new survey by PwC confirms that the pandemic has heightened Singaporean workers' concerns about the future, even more so than in other countries. So, Ryan, what is the number one fear of Singapore workers? Hmm. I would say a long time ago, not finding a space for lunch, but that's not (laughs) the case anymore. Uh, I would say... It has to do with the future and how that ah, is changing. And yeah. a lot of talk about robots taking over the world. So AI would be up there, maybe taking over their jobs. That is it. The survey by PwC confirming that uh, fear that their jobs are going to be obsolete is the number one fear. Hmm, how about our jobs? Oh, very easy. Huh? <laughs> Siri just has to get a little bit better at reading. <laughs> yeah, with your voice. Oh, well, Okay, I'll sign up for that. For more corporate headlines now, we turn to a game of up or down. You all know how it's played. Let's put Ryan on the uh, gangplank. How you doing, Ryan? Let's go. Amazon. Amazon. Up, up and away for me. And that's because its founder, (gasps) Jeff Bezos, is going into space. Oh, I would say down. You know, yesterday we talked about the G7's proposal to institute a minimum global corporate tax rate of 15%. And they said it would Mm. only affect companies that have a profit margin of more than 10%. Amazon's profit margin is less than that, but I don't think it's going to be off the hook because if the plan goes through, the G7 is also looking for a way to make sure that Amazon will be taxed at 15%. Yeah, I think uh, Amazon's profit margin is around 6% right now, but... The good news for Amazon in that case is it is going to take a long time to work this out. Hopefully. Next up, Biogen. Biogen is an up for me, and that's because the FDA has given it approval, at least it's Alzheimer's drug. And this is the, I believe, the first new therapy drug in nearly two decades that has been approved. Yeah. So it's an up on its stock price. Yeah, apparently quite a game changer. Up way up for Biogen for me. Biogen shares actually surged thirty eight percent overnight after US regulators gave the thumbs up to that new drug to treat Alzheimer's. Biogen says the treatment will likely cost patients some fifty six thousand US dollars a year. Next, Bitcoin. All right, Bitcoin. There are so many different headlines every day. I would go with down. And that's because it's down. The stop, the <laughs> price of Bitcoin is down by around 0.6%. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I'm going to go with down as well. Uh, my reason is slightly different. I think US authorities successfully hacked the digital wallet of Russian hackers. They hacked a hacker's wallet. Imagine that. And in the... <laughs> 
process. Not bad. Yeah, quite good. I mean, law enforcement has to keep up. And in the process, uh, you know, authorities reclaim most of that ransom that Colonial Pipeline paid the Russian hackers. So while this is good in the fight against cyber terrorism, it may be not so good for crypto security, right? Hacking yeah. a hacker's wallet. Yeah, that was a big hacking case. So it yeah. lasted several days led to a spike in gas prices and panic buying. So a lot of U.S. gas stations were hit. Indeed, it was quite a shutdown. All right, next on my list of up or down is Google. Um, I would say down. They had a big fine from France around the antitrust issue and now they have to overhaul their global ad business. So down for Google. Down for me as well in the back of that news. The settlement could pave the way for other European countries to impose similar fees. All right, final final item, Semcorp Marine. Okay, Semcorp Marine would be down for me. And this is on the back of two pieces of news. Okay. Uh, you have recently, I believe earlier this week, them revising two delivery dates for, or rather their delivery dates for two drill ships due to COVID-19. So a bit of a delay because of the disruptions. And this morning they had another update. Uh, they have clarified or given an update that they continue to face challenges in recruiting new skilled workers for their various projects and they will continue to find ways to resolve that, including exploring alternative sources for these skilled workers and that means likely to mean increased manpower costs for its ongoing projects. So not good for the bottom line. Yeah, good reasoning. Also down with Semcorp Marine has had to delay the delivery of two ultra deep water drill ships. So on the back of that news, down for me. Let's check in on local stocks now. The STI started the week off on a positive note yesterday, though shares on the overall market were mixed. The STI finished up 0.8% at 31.75. How's the blue chip index doing this morning and is it adding on to yesterday's gains? I'm afraid not. Oh. <laughs> right now, it's down 0.04%, right? And this is now at 3,174. And if I take a step back and look at how the STI actually has been trading in the past few days, it's been up one day green, down one day red. The next day is up yep. by green. So that's been the case. It's been going sideways and quite reflective of the mood across global markets right now. Markets trying to find direction, struggling to get that catalyst. Uh, well, going back to the STI, just a snapshot right now of um, what's moving on the top 30 in, uh, stocks. And it is pretty much split across the middle, just slightly more red right now. Mm-hmm. Right at the bottom, we've got capital DC wheat down by one point one percent at two fifty seven. We talked about um I believe metal component engineering and right now is giving back those gains from yesterday and is now down by nearly fifteen percent at seven point seven cents. Uh, yesterday, all three banks were in the green and today they are extending those gains. And I think all people are interested in what's happening if uh, DBS is now giving back some of those gains. It's now by 0.2% at 3026. So it is mixed for the banks. So investors probably going to be looking ahead to the rest of the week where we will be getting the CPI numbers from the US right. for some inflation outlook mm-hmm. and the G7 summit between the global leaders. That's going to be next on the headlines. Busy week as always. He's Ryan Huang. Thanks, Ryan. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg 
or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.